Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. Are you a business owner or entrepreneur looking to take your business skills to the next level? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Enterprise Now Show. Prepare to be inspired, motivated, and transformed. And now, your host, LZ Flinnard. I promised you guys at the beginning of the year that I would be on here more, and then you guys let me backslide. I'm going to throw you guys under the bus because you didn't hold me accountable on being on here more. So, but I apologize. I got to do better. Nobody's that busy where they can't, can't get on, on live and share with you guys. But I'm super excited for a couple of reasons, just in general, because things have been going very, very well for me. And it's not somebody, I was having a conversation with somebody the other day and we were talking about business and we were talking about just life in general. And I told them, I said two things. It's because I'm blessed and I have favor. And that's true. It's because like, if I left it up to myself, I wouldn't be able to do anything. Like, I don't think y'all really understand what I mean by that. I would literally like drop right here in place. So been really busy, but a good busy, not so busy that I can't take care of the things that I need to take care of, but a good busy, just moving things in the right direction and just learning a lot about myself, about life and about my business, my profession and things. And just trying to be a positive example to my family and to the community. So I'm super excited because I'm sitting here with one of those individuals that his humility is very remarkable. And I tell him all the time, like, you've done something that most people, now, most people worldwide are not able to do. Not only did you start a business, but you remained in business. And this is 10 years? Easily, yes. 10 plus years in business, successful. We're sh- sitting in this shop. If I weren't so afraid to move the camera, I would show you guys, but it's a phenomenal business person, phenomenal community leader, father, husband, all of the above. So I'm just super, super proud of you to call you friend to, and to know you. And one other thing, Mr. Tim is what I call him, was my very first guest on the Enterprise Now show. Very first. And it'll be two years, a hundred episodes coming up here in a little bit. So yeah. thank you for Believing in me and helping kind of kick this whole thing off. Because when I tell you that this show, this podcast has allowed me to talk with brilliant individuals from all over the world. I know you guys don't know my background, my story, and we'll have to catch you up one day. But little black boy from Mounds, Illinois, look it up. See how small that town is conversating with people from all over the world, literally South America, North America. Canada, Africa, wow. Australia, UK, from every all over the world. Who would have thought? But I'm excited because I know that this is just the beginning. And God has so much in store for not only uh, the Enterprise Now podcast, but for you guys. I know sometimes we look at things and we say, well, it may be happening for Elsie, It may be happening for Tim, but it can't happen for me. And I'm here to tell you that it can't happen for you. So yes. enough of me blabbing. I want to kind of switch gears here and say thank you, man, for taking the time to talk with me today. I really don't want to hold up too much of your time, but I really wanted to just touch base. It's been two years since we first sat down. 
almost this very same spot. And right. when I come in and I set up all of my equipment, it took me probably about 10 or 15 minutes to set up. And I look outside and I see rain clouds just Ooh, rolling yeah, in. Yeah. And right when we go live, because at the time the show was a live radio show, we were right. live streaming to the internet and thunder, lightning pouring. And I think it even glitched a couple of times. Couple and times. so, and, but Tim was patient with me and we got through it and it was an awesome first show. And here we are two years later. I'm still doing what I'm doing and happy about it. See, I'm smiling and. You're still here, still in business. Like I yes. said, we could throw out all the different numbers and stats on the percentage of businesses who start, who fail, and all that good stuff. But suffice it to say that not many people are able to start and run a successful business and remain so for 10 years. So my first question is, how did you do it? And how do you shape your thought process to remain successful? I'm going to lean on my face for the answer to that question because Elsie, honestly, it's a situation where you have to show up and show out. And by that, I mean, you have to get started. And in, in the process of getting started all those years ago to two years ago when we had our first interview, it was just a matter of, of understanding that there was going to be stumbling blocks. There was going to be roadblocks. There was going to be hurdles and difficulties that had to be overcome. And in doing so, instead of worrying about my problems, I focused on my solutions. And in leaning and focusing on my solutions, I leaned on my faith, meaning I trusted God. And in I have this saying where I say, I worry about nothing. I pray on everything. And that's no difference with my business, with my marriage, with the way I raise my kids, the way I coach my team, my team and everything. I worry about nothing. If there's something that's going on that's out of my control, pray on it and let it go. You got to keep moving forward because when you go stagnant in your thought, all of a sudden there's no movement. There's no activity. There's nothing going forward. You're stuck in place and therefore you're focusing on your problem. You get more of your problem. And so in doing the opposite, I found more solutions to my problems. Doing the opposite, I found more activity. I found more moving forward. If you will, we renovated in 2016 and I didn't know where the budget was going to come for this, but I came in a barbershop and I tore everything apart, me and my son. Then I called my father-in-law and he helped and I called a friend and he helped. The credit card had a $10,000 limit on it. What I thought was going to be a one and a half month, six weeks renovation started in July, finished in November, was 12 grand on a wholesale budget. When I talked to the contractor that helped me out, who's a good friend of mine, someone like you that I'm happy to call a friend, he said he would have bid at that job out at 45K. The floor alone that we're sitting on right here was $12,000. I got it for $975. All because of friends, all because of people coming to barbershop. And like you, I'm blessed. I get to cut people from Africa, from Australia, from China, from Canada, from Mexico. I get to talk to people from all over the world. And God has blessed me that I never had to leave the barbershop to do it. So, again, my experience in life has been to trust him, like in everything. Even when I know I'm doing wrong, I still have to move forward. There's been a lot of great men that have walked on this earth that have done wrong. And I'm not praising their wrong. All I'm saying is, even through their wrong, they still kept to the mission. They still did what God had set in place for them to do. And that's something me, you, and I feel every other person on the face of the earth can do is stick to the mission. You're going to fall. You're going to fall short of the glory. None of us are perfect. But inside of that imperfection, he's perfect. So lean on him. In that answer, you mentioned how you basically don't sweat the small stuff. How do you get there? Like, how do you know what the small stuff is? Oh, wow. That's an awesome question. How do you know what the small stuff is? Honestly, I don't think you do until after the fact. I don't think you really know how big a situation is 
or how small a situation is until after the storm has come and gone. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's like if you think about an actual storm, clouds may billow hard and go real dark and everything, but it could piddle and then roll through five minutes later. It could be light, gray clouds and everything, and literally what we experience be a downpour, hail, and everything. You never know until after the fact. So that's why it's always good to come back to the drawing board, I say, and do an analysis, like take an inventory, if you will. This month, me and my mother-in-law do that. Every month, we look at at the numbers. And I'm proud to say, kind of off track, we had a $40,000 increase last year. We're already almost eleven grand ahead of those numbers this year. So again, it's been all word of mouth. But back to the question and everything, I don't think you know. I don't think you really know until afterwards. And to answer the question, though, through the experience of going through things, you'll recognize what's coming your way. So, okay, I've been down that road before. Don't need to go there because I know what's at the end of it. Best everyone pay attention, if you ask me, to your life lessons. I think for me, one thing that I had to do as a man and as a business professional is I had to take a step back and I had to admit that there are some things that I cannot control. And that was tough because Uh I'm the kind of person that I want to control my destiny. I want to be in charge. I am the keeper. And I had to sit down one day and I said, you know what? There are many things that I simply cannot control. Amen. Don't worry about those things. I cannot control them. I can control how I react to them. I can control how I perceive and how I respond. Yes. But I cannot control those things. And when I got to that place, it was like not to be nostalgic or anything or corny or, but it was like the skies parted and it was like, oh, okay. Yes. yes. (laughs) It's like, that's going to save me a lot of stress Uh and a lot of time because now I can sleep well because I know that I've done the best that I could do. And the things that I cannot control, I leave to the person, the one who can control. And so for me, that was like when I went from here to limited because now you leapfrog because now I can focus on the things that I'm good at. Right. So part of it is Uh self-awareness. Like I now know at this age versus 10 years ago. Okay. This is my lane. Uh This is not my lane. Yes. That is not my lane. Yes. This is my lane. So I stay in my lane. I focus on the things that I'm great at mm-hmm. and I get greater at those things. And so to your point, having that self-awareness and, and just realizing that there are things that I cannot control has opened up a lot of doors for me. Yes. And to piggyback off what you just said, understanding what you can and can't control. I used to be the biggest micromanager inside of my business. I was always on the phone with these guys like, where are you at? You got an appointment. And as soon as I decided, you know what? They are independent contractors, which they are. I have to let them control their own little station there. Like, I'll answer the phone, I'll book the appointments, but if you don't show up, that's not on me. Let me jump in. Keep going. How hard was that? Oh, it was so hard. How hard was it to let go and to say, you know what? It's like trying to lift 315 pounds and not being prepared to do it yet. Talk a little bit about that. The maturation that has to happen, and again, the stuff that has to happen for you to be able to do that. Because that's not easy. No, it's not. And it, it literally took probably three years for me to complete that process of not micromanaging to just completely say, okay, the thought was there first seed. Oh, wow. Thank you, God. So perfect, 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 perfect time right now. I'm coining this process called disruptive growth. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is- Let me write that down. No. Yeah, go ahead. No, seriously, seriously. <laughs> just kidding. Disruptive growth. If you think about it like a seed and everything, and when you germinate a seed, you put it in a, into a napkin and you water it and then the seed, the root starts to pop out. Well, you have to disrupt it out of that environment. 
put it into a little pot of dirt, mm. and it's a small pot. And then it germinates a little more. The, the root goes a little deeper. It establishes itself, pops up a little plant. Then it outgrows that environment. So you have to pick it all the way up out of that, disrupt it again, put it into a better environment. Wow. See, most of you guys get stuck in your environment, so your growth lapses. It doesn't complete the process. Disruptive growth is something we all have to go through and everything. And that's what happened to me here. And I'm still growing, but my environment is so rich now that my roots get to run deeper. My branches get to grow out further. I can reach more. I can cover more. I can touch more people through the barbershop. I have people that I've run across the street or not run across the street, but met in the street at various different places. Oh, you own the barbershop. I've heard about you. I'll be in to see you. I've heard great things. And I'm constantly hearing that. And I always, humbled as I am, I always have to look myself in the mirror like, huh, me? I want to be there, but I don't feel like I'm there yet. And I guess that's the beauty of it all is I don't see myself as being this like this big headed ultra star. Like I'm confident. I know who I am. I like the way I look when I look in the mirror and all that stuff. But from a business standpoint, it's all been very organic. So to answer that question and everything, to complete that cycle and everything, disruptive growth, you have to be willing to, what do they say? Change is comfortable. You're not changing. Mm. So you have to be willing to get uncomfortable. You got to be willing to get in the muck. You got to be willing to go through the mental woes and it'll happen to you. It'll twist your brain up. It'll make you think you're going crazy. You'll lose some sleep. Some people won't want to be around you for a little while. It's okay to find solitude inside of your growth because if you're not willing to be by yourself, you can't really be with anyone else. It's all a facade. I've been in rooms full of people at my worst. I've been in rooms full of people and been alone. I don't know how many other people have experienced that, but I've experienced that. I've experienced going through smoking pot, being addicted, womanizing, all of these dirty little things I used to do while I had my business, but my business never grew because I was treating it like a hobby. And so long as you treat your business like a hobby, it'll never pay you like a business. Now my business is paying me like a business because it's the faith, family, fitness, and finance. Those are the four F's that I try and stick to. And everyone should come up with their own little mantra, their own morals that'll help guide them. And you won't always be in your lane, so to speak. You'll shift a little bit. But when you get on that bumpy road, it'll bump enough where you, okay, I need to be back over here. I constantly find myself adjusting Mm -hmm. and whatnot. You got to be willing to adjust. Mm -hmm. My equation, so to speak, for life is your thoughts plus your activity on those thoughts equal your reality. And at any given time, if you don't like your reality, you can change your activity by having better thoughts. Mm-hmm. So, very, very true. They now on the newer cars, they make these lane. I don't know what you call it. When you go into the other lane, or when somebody's in your blind spot, the little thing comes yep. up on ding, the on ding. the thing and lets you know somebody. So, I like to say that your four F's is kind of like that sensor. Yes. When you start to drift over here, it says, "Okay, faith is lacking," or you got kind of go over here. Okay, all right, you've been going a lot this week. You need to focus on you know. Fam- get yes. So I think, again, that goes back to the self-awareness and knowing yourself so well. Like, I can tell you the last couple of weeks, I was too busy. Like, I was doing too many things and I had to say, you know what? So, no, I can't do that. Yes. And people always ask me to do stuff and different business ideas and ventures. And I have to get really good at saying no, no, no reason. Like, I don't owe you a reason. I don't have to justify it. Just no, no. Simply put. And I'm getting really better really good at it almost too good to the point where i was okay am i saying no to too many things (laughs) but i've gotten better at that meter and when i say balance i don't necessarily mean it's equal right because everything has a different weight to it right Right. even though you might spend 
eight hours at work, it doesn't weigh as much as the four hours that you spend with the family. So to me, balance is having the proper weight to the different things in your life, right? So, but like I said, that self-awareness is, okay, knowing when not in balance and and making the adjustments, both home and in your business. Like, okay, last month we did a little, little worse than we did. Why? Why do we, what can we do to to course correct or prime season's coming up? Should we be doing it? So to me, it's about having that mindset and that perspective to work on your business and not in your business. Yes. So how do you remain successful? Like, how do you stay? Again, it's got to be thought process for me. Like you go through the ups and downs and I kind of know the cycles of the business and everything. So the cycle, as far as the January through December cycle of the business goes Mm -hmm. and everything. So I know when we're in a down month and everything, like I don't necessarily have to worry about it because it's going to bounce back. And at the end of the month, when we calculate the numbers, if the numbers are better this month than they were last year during the same month, I know we're moving forward and we're staying positive. So honestly, there for you, and you know me, so you know when I say this, it's the truth. There isn't a blueprint or a set plan in place for that growth because I have a different type of business. Being that it's a barbershop, it's word of mouth. And the more people come in and like what we do, the more they refer. And that's what it's been. It's been all organic. It's been all referrals, just one after another. I mean, how do you do 40K increase without spending dollars on advertisement, marketing, radio ads, newspaper ads, billboards, commercials? I've done none of that. And we had a 40K increase. And we're almost already ahead, almost an additional 11 grand this year. All because those people who have come like what we do and they continue to refer. Now, that being said, we did make some adjustments. Again, we had to grow from one level to another. We had to stop treating it like it was a, a hobby. Mm-hmm. Now, I did it. Then these guys followed. So when they follow suit, that's leadership. Mm-hmm. When the team follows the leadership, but they take claim for it, then you know you're leading the right way. So for me, one of the biggest things I wanted to do, I wanted to get to a place in the business where people would walk in here and they would say, who's the owner? Without necessarily, because they used to come in and say, oh, you're the owner. And they'd be right. But now they come in and they say, oh, is Chris the owner? Or is Bebe the owner? They can't tell. Mm. And that's a good thing. Wow. For me, that's a good thing because mm-hmm. that means they're mimicking my behavior. Right. You know what I mean? So that's awesome. Let's take a quick break from this awesome conversation for a quick message from our sponsor. Seems everyone is podcasting these days. But if you want to do it right and stand out from the crowd, you need to contact Enterprise Now. E-Now Podcast Solutions is second to none in providing best-in-class customer service and delivering top-quality podcast production. Podcast editing can be time-consuming and tedious. You're a podcaster. That's what you do best. Let us do the dirty work for you. Besides, it's what we do best. Then all you have to do is your awesome show. We can help with basic editing, mixing, promotion, delivery, tagging, and pro editing. Whatever you need, we can do it for you. Check us out and see all the ways we can make your podcast sound amazing and professional. Visit enterprise-now.biz slash production. I have like eight questions that are in my head. So I'm going to try to gather my thoughts. So talk a little bit about customer service in a service business, like Mm -hmm. a barbershop, how important that is. And then segue that into how you were talking about leadership. And because some business owners, I don't think realize that they're leaders. (laughs) 
So talk about customer service, how that has impacted your business and how that has parlayed into leadership and how you mentioned how you're starting to see your guys mimic your behavior. So talk a little bit about customer service and leadership. Okay. Um, this first answer is a little weird, so bear with me, people. Customer service, I believe that you've all heard the cliche that the customer is always right. That's not necessarily true. That's the furthest thing from the truth because customers come in with made-up stories all the time about how they booked an appointment and they never did, and we know it. <laughs> oh, I talked to you. No, you didn't. I can go back through the call log. It, it's, that's not true. You really want a haircut, and I'm thank you for being here, but be patient. We'll get to it. All that being said now, I've kind of come to this conclusion that it's my job as the business owner to worry about my crew. I don't have the liberty to always feel like the client is right because it's a barbershop and I have a bunch of individual barbers here that are independent contractors. So I have to side with the bank, meaning I have to take my barber's word over my client's word. And if I gain their trust and everything, they'll take care of the customer service. And that's literally what's happened. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So as long as I take care of them, they take care of the business in regards to the customers because they want their business to grow. Mm -hmm. They want to make money themselves. I can't micromanage at all. So when I kind of gave up that power of micromanaging, like I used to be in here, oh, you take this person next, you take that person next, da 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 and it worked. Boy, boy, boy. If I grew this chin out right now, you see all these white hairs right here. And I'm like, that's that, that's Chris, that's the wife, that's the mother-in-law. So that's that. Now, the second part of the question was? Leadership. Leadership. How did you grow into that place where you realized, oh, wait a minute, I'm the leader here. And not only am I the leader, but I need these guys to be to take ownership as well. Talk a little bit about that and how you began to recognize that's working, right? Yeah. So back to the micromanaging, I had to let go. Like simply put, I had to allow them to become the leaders and everything. And so when they say, hey, you know, I'm not coming in in this last minute, I had to respect that decision of theirs because it's their, it's their pocket, but that's hurting, not necessarily mine and everything a little bit, but not really, you know, because I can cut what I can cut. So as long as I'm here cutting, the business is doing what it's supposed to be doing, realizing it was when, again, customers would come in and they'd start asking, who's the owner? You know what I mean? Or these guys would start looking at me and start saying, you know, hey, I'm going to cut a little later tonight after hours and stuff. Or I'm going to come in a little earlier and start cutting and stuff. It's like, okay, that's kind of cool because I was the one doing that first. Mm. I'd show up at 7.30 on a Saturday, cutting heads and stuff, staying late on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And then all of a sudden, my barber started mimicking that behavior. So that's how I knew. That's when I realized, like, oh, I can breathe a little easier now because these guys are doing what I'm doing. Like, and I didn't have to tell them to do it. Mm. They chose to do it on their own. Mm-hmm. Again, that's that. That's me planting the seed Mm-mm. and allowing it to grow. And then when it outgrew one environment, being willing to shake it up a little bit, pull it out of that, put it in a different environment, and still allow it to grow. And I've been able to do that with my barbers without them necessarily understanding that their growth process has been disrupted. Mm. It's been a, a fluent transition and stuff. It might have been uncomfortable for me, but not necessarily for them. You know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah. The saying is nothing amazing happens in the comfort zone. Amen. Right? It just doesn't. Like you can probably get by and it's nice, but if you want disruptive growth, is that, is that what yeah. you Yeah. It's not going to be comfortable. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It really isn't. And I know that for a fact. It's like, um, the only way to explain it is like for anyone that's ever been an athlete, specifically football, when you get back to two days after having a summer off and everything, the first two weeks, your legs are burnt, especially after the first day. That's an uncomfortable pain. Because growth hurts. Growth hurts. It has to. If it doesn't, you don't know you're growing. Again, back to the barbers and everything, as I was uncomfortable, 
as I was banging my head, like, how are we going to get this done? How are we going to keep moving forward? How are we going to keep going? They never saw it. I go home and put my head on my wife's chest and literally let tears come out and everything. Baby, it's going to be all right. It's like, I know, I know it's going to be all right, but like, I need this moment right here. (laughs) I just need you to hold me because this is real. Like, it's real. The pain is there. The uncomfortableness is there. The disruptive process was real. Like, and that's how I came up with the term, like disruptive growth. It's like to really think about that, to really understand what has to happen in order for you to grow every season. It requires a new you. Every level of growth that you reach, God is going to tell you, you got to change in order to get this blessing. Mm. You got to become more in order to get this blessing. Mm -hmm. I'll get you up here. Now that you're here, become what you need to be to stay here. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's what it's been. It's just been one change after another. And it's not to say that you won't relapse. You may fall back a little bit, Mm. but you're not supposed to stay back there. Mm. You're supposed to realize, okay, I've been here before. Mm-hmm. I've been in this lane. This ain't my lane no more. Let mm-hmm. me go ahead back to where God has me at and what he's put in front of me to do and just keep moving forward. Like, that's my motto. Just keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Not to sound cliche or corny <laughs> or anything, but it's the truth. Do not get stagnant in your growth, in your thought process, or your movement in life. Mm-hmm. Keep moving forward. One thing that I want to mention before we get out of here, I know you got to go. One thing that we don't talk about a lot of time in business and entrepreneurship is the psychological and the mental, emotional toll Mm -hmm. that it takes on people. And there are a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs who get depressed. They commit suicide. I mean, it's a real, it's a real thing. So talk a little bit about guarding that, not only recognizing it, but just the awareness of number one, that that is a thing that's out there. And how to recognize it and how you kind of navigate through that. Okay. I'm glad you actually asked this question and everything because it's something that I share with a lot of my young people and athletes and business owners alike. Let's start with depression. So depression, in my mind and everything, is a person thinking about the past and dwelling on it so much, but not being able to change it. That's how you end up depressed. Mm -hmm. So again, I'll say that a little slower for the masses that are listening. If you're depressed, you're dealing with something where you are dwelling on your past, whether it's the glory days of high school or whatever the case may be, you can't change that. So don't dwell on it. And I'll tell you how to avoid that in a minute. Anxiety is thinking about the future to the point where it like literally makes you anxious, but you have no plan for the future. So the way you avoid becoming anxious and avoid being depressed is you have to come up with a goal, end goal, like for me, barbershop. I want to make 250K. Let's say that's my goal. So then from that goal, I work a plan. I put a plan in place. This is where we need to be at this quarter. This is what needs to happen at this quarter. These are how many barbers I need. This is what we each need to be making on a weekly basis and everything. And then I work that plan daily. So I'm constantly grounded in the moment. Mm -hmm. That's the key, folks. Work your plan daily. It's okay to think about the future. It's okay to think about the past, but live in the moment. If you're living in the moment, you don't have time to be depressed about the past. You don't have time to be anxious about the future because you're constantly moving forward. That's really cool. I think for me, just understanding, and I'm more of a journey guy. Like Uh I enjoy the journey. I enjoy the game of business. I enjoy the game of leadership and entrepreneurship. So for me, it's not even as much about the end goal because I kind of know that that's going to happen. Right. Because it's not like this that I'm so confident in myself. I liken it to going to the playground and a guy bullies you and you stand up to him. Not because you're bigger than him, but because you got your big brother at home 
at any moment I can hey, big bro come take care of this for me. So that's kind of how I feel about about God. It's like I know that at the end of the day, yes. He's got it. So for me, I'm really intent and focused on like you said, being in the moment. Yes. Enjoying the journey, right? Yes. Because that to me, the the ups and the downs and the twists and the turns. Yes. I get up for that. I love to be faced with challenges and collaborating and putting minds together and figuring out how to get over things like that is what gets me up. Like I woke up this morning and I was literally, I kid you not, Tim, I was so excited to be here today because number one, I tell podcasters, all my enterprisers, I love meeting cool people, right? right? I love being in the presence of greatness, right? And so I woke up this morning, I'm like, God, you understand my heart, but I can't wait to get to this interview because I just enjoy conversating and picking in the brains and I'm a sponge. I love learning and learning from people's journey and experience. But back to my, my, my point is I'm a journey guy. I enjoy the journey. That's living in the moment though. Yeah. That's literally what we've been, what we've been talking about. That's yep. being focused so much in the moment that you don't have time to dwell on future or past because mm-hmm. you're focused on whatever the task may bring mm-hmm. at hand right now. And that's mm-hmm. part of the journey, you know, mm-hmm. and then to finish that, the previous question, feelings and everything your thoughts equal your feelings at any given moment facebook world at any given moment if you do not like the way you are feeling you can change your thought process to create a better feeling those two are lined up no matter who you are no matter where you're at it's guaranteed to work Mm. happier thoughts think about something that makes you feel better and you'll feel better and the other thing that i found out about success, like I've been doing a lot of research on the law of attraction and everything. And I know you know about it. I know you've heard about it at mm-hmm. least. The Bible speaks about it, but the way God speaks about it, Jesus speaks about it as the parable and everything. So as a man thinks in his mind, he's already done it. Mm-hmm. Now I can't quote the scripture, but you, those that do and can, you know what I'm talking about. So for him to put it that way, it segues across every plane, every boundary mm-hmm. and the human existence and everything. So if you can think about creating something up here and everything, you can have it out here mm-hmm. and everything. And the way you work that is by cultivating your thoughts inside of every feeling. No matter you're feeling bad, no matter you're feeling good, no matter you're feeling sad, whether it's depressed, whether it's anxious. If you find yourself focusing and feeling some type of way, because your feelings, is like a battery. It emits mm-hmm. a transmission. It's the truth. So while you're transmitting, you're going to be pulling into your reality like a gravitational pull, like a comet hitting, coming towards Earth. You're going to be pulling out that which you feel into your reality so fast that when you catch yourself feeling a certain type of way, start focusing on what you want. All of a sudden, your feelings will become good feelings because you're focusing on something you want to create, something you want to have, something you want to be, something you want to do. Whatever the case may be in every feeling, focus on something good and watch your life start to change. That's how I did it here. Wow. That's literally how I did it. There's the answer we've been looking for. Wow. And every feeling I focused on what I wanted to happen here Mm. and I got to watch it happen. Mm -hmm. So that's why I can speak so confidently and tell you that everything I just said is truth. It's a fact. Write down goals, write down plans. But more importantly than all of that and every feeling you're having, focus on what you want to do in life. Focus on the good and it'll come to you tenfold. Marriage was not where we needed it to be. But in every feeling, I focused on what I wanted my marriage to be. Mm. Now my marriage is so much better. My relationships with my in-laws so much better. My relationships with my barbers so much better. My relationships with the guys I coach with so much better. Because 
You get to control your reality by your thoughts and your feelings. Simple as that. And the, the thing about it, too, is when I started to take ownership, like I said before, of not only what I could not control, but mm-hmm. what I could control. Yes. And when I realized that the life, my life in this moment is a sum total of the decisions that yes. I made. Yes. Not that somebody else made and they, somebody did this to me when I was five. Uh-huh. And, and that's all true. And it, it did happen. That's real. But at the end of the day, my life is the sum of total of the decisions that I yes. made. Yes. And I had to be real with myself and to recognize, okay, this feeling is real. I have to recognize it, embrace it, and say, okay. And then, like you said, internalize and say, okay, what am I going to do about what I'm feeling right now? Mm-hmm. Am I going to, as you said, live in the past, which I can't control? Am I going to to uh, fret about the future, which I cannot control? Or am I going to change the way I'm thinking, my perspective, my thought process, and move forward? Yes. When I got that, and I can tell you, Proverbs 18.21, that's true. That's not the secret. It's not a secret. It's been in the no. word forever. Yes. So when you speak, things begin to activate. Yes. I saw this day before this day got here. Yes. Right? I saw us talking. I saw us having this conversation. This was started out as a seed of a thought in one of our minds. And now here we are. Yes. So that works. Yes. Every time. That works. And it's not the secret. No. Because it was revealed. Over 2,000 years ago. In his, Somebody in just took work. it out of the Bible, right. boxed it up, yeah, made that, it a product and made money off of it because that's what they were thinking. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hopefully they took some of those. It's a good book. Those profits. It's an awesome and, book. And gave back <laughs> to some charitable cause. But I mean, again, it's like everything you almost need to know in life and everything, it's written in the book. Kind of a, and I'm going to take this literally from the Wu-Tang Clan. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Bible. Read it. Read it as an instruction manual to make your life better. Apply it because applicable knowledge, meaning applied knowledge is power. Knowledge by itself is not power. You can read every book you want to read. And if you don't do anything with the knowledge you read, it's nothing. I liken it to having a million dollars and setting that million dollars on your table. That just became a very expensive paperweight. Wow. That's a good segue to my last question. And like I said, I I promise this time I'll let you go. But (laughs) what are the... The top one or two actionable things that people can take away from this conversation that they can implement today in their business that will get them from this level to the next level. Do it today because the time will never be right. You'll never be perfect. So do it today. Act now. And that's literally that's one inside of both answers. But act now. Do it right because the time will never be right and you'll never be in the right place in life. So. Just act. You have to create your own future. You have to create your own reality. And the only way to do that is to act now. It all starts with one step. Wow. Thank you so much, sir, Thank for you, sir. your time. It's and, always um, a pleasure. A lovely facility here. Again, I'm just so excited to know you. I'm happy to know you. Happy to call you friend. Super proud of you. I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the next two years. Maybe we'll do another two year. Uh, check in with you just to see how much you've grown. But thank you for your time. Thank you, sir. And uh, thank you for everything that you do for the community. Definitely. And uh, last but not least, congratulations on graduating. I just want to put that out. I know a lot of people out there know about it already, (laughs) but in case you're just tuning in, this gentleman right here has graduated from one of our local prestigious universities, being Carey University with his MBA and everything. So I'm so, so proud of this guy because that's something that I have on my bucket list. Eventually, I do want to graduate and get a degree. 
not because it's going to help me do anything better in life, but simply because it's something I want. Simple as that. So, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. You're awesome, so, bro. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So, thank you guys for tuning in. Subscribe to the podcast. We, Please. You know, we've been growing steadily. And again, we've, some of the people, and I know I say this all the time, that have been on the show are just phenomenal. And if I were bragging on myself, that would be one thing. But these, some of the people, I'm telling you, they are super, super successful entrepreneurs and business owners, super humble and just willing to share knowledge with you. So most of them are more than willing to answer any questions that you might have. So subscribe and connect. One of the things that I think is going to, to make you successful is surrounding yourself with successful people. Yes. And that's why anytime I get a chance, I'm like, hey, Tim, you want to grab lunch? <laughs> Swing by the LCD to haircut because I want to surround myself with successful people because doing that will allow you to be successful. And again, I love learning. I love just sharing in people's journey and experience. So thank you again. And thank you guys who are watching this. And again, subscribe to the podcast, enterprise-now.biz. We'd love to connect with you guys and to help you on your journey. So, all right, guys. Peace. Take it easy, folks. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.